Welcome to Ops Fitness Podcast with your host, Scott Bisbee. Hello everyone, this is Scott Bisbee. I have Joshua Chaley and Lobby Malo this week on Ops Fitness. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, Scott. Thanks for having us. Man, doing yeah. fantastic, Scott. I appreciate it. No problem. Um, how's everyone doing down there in Texas? We're doing good. We actually got some snow. It's like the first time in like 10 years, but here in Houston, we just had some snow. But other than that, everybody's doing really good. Wow. Well, uh, welcome to Alberta. We uh, we get snow and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. Uh, like, uh, we get what's called uh, Chinooks, so... In the middle of February, it could be uh, like uh, 25 centimeters of snow on the ground. And uh, the, the next day, it'll literally be uh, plus uh, 25 and all the snow will be gone. It's crazy. Holy cow. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, tell me a little a bit about yourself, Josh. Um, what did you do in the Marine Corps and uh, what are you doing now? Yeah, thanks, Scott. So joined the Marine Corps in 2003, you know, right out of high school, didn't want to, uh, you know, like most of us that have served in this time frame, right after 9-11, as we know, that happened in 2001. So graduated high school two years later, joined up for the Marine Corps, like a lot of people from my hometown and cousins and stuff like that, and uh, went straight into being a helicopter door gunner. Uh, MOS was 6174, so helicopter door gunner for the Marine Corps. Uh, did a couple tours with them over to Iraq in the early 2000s. Nice. Then when I got back from uh, that, uh, you know, I went from, I uh, did a commissioning program. So I went from being enlisted to going in commissioning. I figured, uh, figured I had enough time flying around the back of the helicopter shooting the gun. It was time to sit up front and take a stab at being a pilot. So uh, went to Texas A&M and uh, got my degree, went through the entire commissioning program, then went to fly school and became a pilot. But along the way, uh, Robbie and I and uh, our wives began to create Delta Life Fitness. And we started training Cub Scout moms uh, in a park uh, using the exact same workouts, really, that we were using in the Marine Corps to train young Corps cadets getting ready to go off to officer candidate school. And yeah, so since then, we just kind of, we scaled that business, we learned a lot more about business because that was way back in 2010, 2011, uh, made it women's only. Since then, we cut our classes down to 30 minutes and we've created what is now Delta Life Fitness Franchise with units open all across the country. Wow, that's uh, really phenomenal. And uh, I've been uh, in the same uh, business uh, coaching uh, with you guys, NPE, and it's uh, really uh, insane seeing how much you guys have grown uh, in the past few years. Yeah, it's it's been quite the ride, that's for sure. Uh, I think even more so than Robbie, me, or either one of the girls uh, ever expected. Yeah, I bet. So, uh, Lobby, can you uh, tell a little bit how uh, Delta Life uh, Fitness is different than, say, Curves or any other uh, boot camp that uh, Joe Blow does? So, with Delta Life Fitness, really every aspect of the business is actually thought really through. And um, when you walk in, 
from getting the fresh towels to the workout to the workout itself, which it's 30 minutes long. But honestly, um, we actually just got done in the one in the garage. And uh, I have to say, it's literally the best 30 minute workout I've ever actually done myself uh, in being in the short lived of the fitness industry I have been. But how we're better than curves or uh, any of these other boot camps is honestly the uh, the effectiveness of our, of our workouts and, and the way it's put together. If we all look back at curves in the early 2000s, it was really the second biggest franchise in the world, the number one biggest fitness franchise. And, and really what happened is, is they got, they, uh, they got stagnant. They didn't evolve their workouts. They didn't see where the market was changing. And, and, and with us, we see where the market's going. We're staying in front of the market. We're giving the customer base what they want. And, and, and the best thing, we're giving them results. Uh, you know, so. it's a good answer. <laughs> awesome. Uh, Josh, how has your uh, training changed from uh, being in the Marine Corps to now? Yeah, so the actual programming of Delta Life Fitness, is that what you uh, mean, Scott? No, I mean uh, exercising uh, yourself. Like, uh, Oh, yeah, me personally? Yeah, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, so, you know, like Robbie said, you know, we, we originally made the Delta Life classes go down to 30 minutes because the number one reason people don't stick with a workout program is time, right? Yeah. Uh, so we, we figured out how to make the workout a lot more effective in 30 minutes. So that's, for me personally, that's it. Like now that I'm running a franchise, uh, my time is even more limited than it was before. So uh, I think the biggest way that I've changed back whenever I was in the Marine Corps and uh, training all the time, trying to hit those, you know, make sure I could still do the 20 dead hang pull-ups. Uh, I've, I've changed my entire programming now just for wellness. Just, I want to be able to live in a creative space. I want to be able to feel good. I want to be able to enjoy life and not let my kids pass me up to where I can't go out in the backyard and play football with them. So, uh, you know, my goals have just changed a little from trying to hit 20 pull-ups and be the fastest at the ammo can carry, right? Like now just general wellness, but being efficient with my time because I do have to partition my time between growing the franchise, uh, personal relationships, my wife, my kids. So really timing, you know, just go into the basics and uh, just moving a lot more and eating a little better as Robbie and I always say. Nice, nice. Uh, to back up here uh, about the tours, how long uh, was each tour? Yeah, so it was, uh, went in 2005, six, and seven, and I spent about seven months each time. So uh, total spent about 22 months uh, of my life in the mid-2000s over in Allen Bar province. Okay. Uh, that's weird because uh, I always thought the U.S. military uh, spent uh, longer on tour than uh, the Canadian forces did. For uh, some reason, I heard uh, like uh, 10, 11 months. Yeah, so that's very common with our army. Our okay. army is... So oh, okay, okay. Our army is supposed to be our sustained ground force. The Marine Corps is an expeditionary force. So our whole thing is uh, Marines can be anywhere in the world in 24 hours. And we're supposed to be a quick in, quick out. Uh, we're supposed to just secure the beachhead. And then once we get it secured, the army comes in. But uh, oftentimes, Marine Corps gets called back out to handle business. Okay. Um, why do you think uh, fitness is uh, important to... Uh, a first responder, um, a, a Marine Corps, and uh, what you're doing now. 
Yeah, so I'll start with the first one. And the first one is actually something I'm super passionate about. Robbie's heard me talk about uh, police officers before. Uh, so after my combat tours, I actually got to go to Yuma, Arizona and do a stint with Search and Rescue. Uh, and our whole job there was to fly around in the helicopter. It was a life flight type helicopter. And if somebody got hurt out in the dunes or in the desert or fell off a mountain, our job was to do technical rescues with the helicopter and get that person back to a hospital. Uh, and we had this one really hardcore captain back then, Captain Mitzel. Uh, and he would make us, we PT'd harder than, than whenever we were doing combat tours. And he used to tell us that if you're if you're a public servant, if you're going to be, and you know if you're going to be working with an ambulance company, if you're working with Life Flight, if you're a police officer, if you're in the military, it's it's called a service for a reason, right? You're there to serve the people that you either protect or help, and you owe it to those people to be in shape. You know, if you're going to do that job, and somebody gets hurt, and you can't carry that person out because you don't have the lung capacity that's horrible, right? Like that's the worst thing we can do when we choose to serve in that kind of capacity. So if you choose the service route, there's no choice about it. You have to be in shape so that you can serve the community that you've chosen to sign up to serve. For sure. Um, how uh, important was uh, your fitness adapting to uh, a different, uh, a different country like, like uh, Iraq? Yeah. So that's funny. Like uh, a lot of our fitness levels drop off when you're deployed because you're just go, go, go for 24 hours a day. And, you know, everybody that's listening, I know you have a lot of military that follow your podcast. Uh, you kind of, you kind of lose a lot of time when you're deployed. So uh, we try to get back in shape in downtime whenever we're not deployed. When you are deployed, honestly, I wish I'd have had some really thought through 30 minute workouts that I could do, but um, you, you get whatever you can, whenever you can. I remember we would just go for a 20 minute jog if we could uh, while we were outside working on the helicopters, turning wrenches, we'd stop and just knock out 20 push ups. whatever you can do to try to stay in shape. But it, it, it is tough when you're deployed because if you get downtime, you just want to sleep. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, I, uh, I was somewhere nowhere near, uh, as, uh, Iraq, but, uh, I went up to, uh, Alert. I'm not sure if you heard of, uh, CFS Alert, but it's, uh, most northern inhabited place in the whole world. They, uh, have a few, uh, uh, Canadian forces, uh, personnel there all year round, as well as, uh, a few, uh, weather people from uh, the government of Canada. But uh, anyways, I had to go up there one summer for uh, three months, and I just did not feel like uh, spending an hour or two hours exercising when I had downtime. Yeah. So, uh, Josh, how uh, do you spend your free time? Uh, because uh, I know being an entrepreneur, um, you're extremely busy, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I went from having a wife and, and three kids and being full-time military and full-time going through flight school and trying to work on and run and own personally a gym between me and my wife and create the back-end headquarters of Delta Life Fitness with Robbie. So I went from all of those things at once to now it's just Delta Life Fitness headquarters and I get to allocate all of my time to that. So uh, honestly, I get a lot of free time now to spend with kids and I try to do that one 
first and foremost. And then uh, outside of that, it's kind of stuff like you're doing right now, Scott. Like I, I enjoy business. I enjoy connecting with people. I think the way to do that is to write books or write blogs or create podcasts. And so uh, I'm trying to commit to doing more of those things in my free time because I really enjoy those things. Yeah. That, that's uh, awesome. And that's really uh, good to hear because uh, I know I've been uh, bugging you uh, every now and then that you, you should uh, spend more time with your family because they grow up fast. <laughs> yes, yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> so um, who do you admire the most in life and why? Who do I admire the most in life? So there's, there's, I guess there's, uh, there's different people that I admire in different roles. Right. Like, uh, I think that when I look back at just men that I idolize that I want to be like, it's, it's guys that have created and worked hard and created successful businesses while balancing that work-life balance that we were just talking about. Uh, I think Clay Mask from Infusionsoft, if anybody knows him, I think he's a great example of that. He just carries himself like such a professional. He's, he's grown Infusionsoft to over well over $100 million a year in revenue. He's created a great product. He gives back a lot. He spends a lot of time with his family. Uh, he's, just, he's just a sharp, like when you're around him, you're proud to be around him. Uh, so anybody that lives kind of values like that are people that I admire. And, and Clayton Mask and Sean Greeley, like you mentioned a minute ago from uh, Net Profit Explosion, those kind of guys uh, I look up to quite a bit. Nice. So, um, how would you uh, get somebody uh, motivated to exercise? Uh, and uh, we know, uh, like, uh, say, a deputy fire chief um, that wants to get back in shape but just doesn't really have the time and doesn't know where to go. What would you do? Yes, that's a tough one. I mean, that's the that's secret to the whole game, right? How do you motivate people that aren't ready? Usually you take people in who are ready for that change and then you give them the best tools to stick with it. You try to gamify it in some way. You make it fun. A lot of times you just need something new. You know, like if you're used to a diet where you got to eat chicken and broccoli and you're used to working out where you got to run an hour a day uh, and you did that all through your 20s and 30s and that's what kept you in shape. But now you're 40 and you don't want to eat chicken and broccoli and you don't want to run for an hour. You, you know, as silly as it sounds, sometimes you need something new. Like I'm the biggest one on taking hacks at, you know, the fad diets like keto or whatever the newest fad diet is, right? But sometimes that little something that's new and interesting because when you learn, it begs the mind to play, right? And you get excited about it again. So sometimes it's just something new, a new, a new workout routine, something that's fun. Uh, and then if you can gamify it in any way, shape or form with my zone or any kind of wearable tech where you're seeing the instant results, because once you start to see the physical results in the, on the scale or in the mirror or how your clothes fit, uh, that's easy to get motivation. But what do you do for that, those first 14, 21 days? You need some instant gratification that you're doing great things. And I think, there's, I think the best way to do that is with some kind of wearable tech. Nice. So, uh, Robbie, can you uh, please explain uh, this new workout, Torn and Torch? What's that all about? 
Uh, yeah, so the workout is that we do here at Delta Life Fitness is called Tone and Torch. And uh, why we call it Tone and Torch is because we have we combine um, the tone movement and the torch movement. So we kind of cardio with uh, weightlifting, and uh, we find that that gets the best results. If you see the trending in the marketplace and in the fitness industry itself, is high intensity interval training is really. Uh, taking over in the boutique space and group fitness itself is taking over. So we tried to combine the best of what we've seen uh, from around the industry and combine and make the best workout we possibly can. Uh, the way we do our workouts is when you come into the facility, uh, each uh, wall we have is called a base and each base we have a station and each station holds two people. So usually the capacity of our, our facility is uh, we have a uh, three bases with two people at each, so 24 people. Um, and each base has two TVs, and those TVs are showing the movement. Um, and then we have a coach. Every class is coach-led, coach so it's like personal training, but in a group setting. Uh, every class is coach-led, and um, it's all thought through, man. If you look at the timers, I'm really proud of what uh, Kristen um, has really done with our workout program. She took it from a warehouse with 5,000 square feet of just organized chaos. You know, when you go to these boot camps and you see uh, – 30 different movements with people that maybe shouldn't be doing those movements at that point in time. We call that organized chaos. Uh, she brought it from that to really a um, top-notch program that uh, I think we're all proud of here in Death Life. Nice. I uh, noticed uh, in that program you guys use a TLX rip trainer, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. So uh, at one of the bases, we have the TRX straps and a TRX rip trainer. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah, I, I love uh, those uh, pieces of equipment. They're uh, awesome. Uh, so, uh, Josh, uh, what has been uh, your best uh, exercise program that you've noticed the best results from? Uh, I think, I think and, I, and I, I, I swear I'm not saying this because now that I have MyZone, Scott, are you and your listeners familiar with MyZone and how the heart rate monitor technology works? I am familiar with uh, MyZone, but uh, please okay. explain it to the audience. Yeah, just in case anybody's listening that isn't familiar with Mizol, you, you. Oh, sorry. Uh, anybody's not familiar. <laughs> sorry, Robbie's being weird over here. Uh, I'm just kidding. I want to edit that part out. Sorry, Scott. Yeah, no problem. I'll start with Mizol again. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. All right. Yeah. So my zone, you strap on the heart rate monitor uh, belt and it's going to, you can pull it up on your phone and throw it up on the TV. It's going to tell you your exact heart rate, how many calories you're burning throughout the entire workout. Since I have had even, even the old Marine Corps workouts I did going for runs, boot camp workouts, even our tone and torch 1.0, where we kind of had some inefficiencies really, you know, right, Robbie, like in, in the way that the workout was laid out and there, the warm up is really where we wasted some time. Uh, I wear my MyZone heart rate monitor now for every single workout I do. And I do everything that's out there. And I mean, I know it's going to sound silly because you're asking me what the best program is and I'm going to say Torch 2.0, but it is. I have the heart rate monitor data to prove it now. When I wear it and look at it and compare it, um, I do a lot of cross training, a lot of, a lot of different classes. And the amount of bang I get for my buck in these 30-minute and, and, you know, Scott, you, you know why, right? Because like oh, yeah. Robbie was saying, with Tone and Torch, it is literally the combination of anaerobic and aerobic movements, right? Something we were trying to figure out when we used to try to get Marines in the best shape. And I think we've really cracked it because everybody knows that the best way to burn the most calories during an activity is to do aerobic exercise. However, in order to really 
activate epoch and burn calories after the workout you have to do anaerobic or strength training when you combine aerobic with anaerobic it's the most calories you can possibly burn inside of a 24-hour period so i'm a big fan like here's an example if you're going to go for a run don't just go for a run because a run is just straight aerobic stop every quarter mile do five push-ups do five squats guess what you just made a tone and torch style run right and tone and torch just means combining aerobic with anaerobic always mixing cardio with strength training and when you combine those two that's the best way to get results the fastest nice um, to go back on that uh, question, what makes you guys different uh, than any other uh, studio? Orange Theory Fitness kind of has the same model, am I correct? Uh, or how are they different than you guys? Yeah, great question, actually. Uh, so Orange Theory Fitness has the heart rate monitor, and they do they have a one-hour-long class and also very well thought out. There's not one second of wasted time in an Orange Theory class either. You do 30 minutes on the treadmill, and then you do the other 30 minutes on the rower slash the strength training on the floor. So very, very well there on the workout for the one hour. The only problem is, is the actual epoch. In order to do epoch, you need an average heart rate of 83% or higher during the entire workout. We have heart rate monitor data that says we get 83% or more with our tone and torch workouts. And then really, that's, that's one thing. Like that's one thing with the workouts. The big difference, the biggest difference between us and Orange Theory is that, Scott, you know, fitness, effective style workouts come and go. And five years from now, we're going to find something that works better. That's just, that's, just, that's just the industry, right? So five years from now, when we come out with something better, at Delta Life, we are tied to our mission of serving women, right? We're tied to that. Orange Theory is kind of tied to the heart rate monitor. We use heart rate monitor data in our workouts like MyZone right now because it's the most efficient right now. Five years from now, when it's something new, we're not tied to heart rate monitors. We're tied to our mission statement of making group training as effective as possible for women as it can be. So when the trends change, so will we. Okay. Right on. No, that's a great answer. Um, yeah. So uh, ba- basically uh, that is the end of the, uh, almost the end of the podcast. Uh, one more thing we got to do. Uh, this is called uh, no bull. So it's rapid fire questions. You guys ready? We're ready. Sweet. Everyone. All right. Best purchase under $100. Audible or, yeah, Audible, I think. Robbie, what do you think? Uh, I mean, yeah, I would have to say Audible because I do get a lot of my books off there. Best purchase under $100. I do do like old school carrying around notebooks. So my notebook I carry around, I do jot a lot of ideas down or uh, it helps me with my to-do list in the morning. I'd have to say... So I can't piggyback off what Josh said. Would be my uh, moleskin notebook. It's about twenty dollars from Target. Um, I, I really enjoy that. No, that's cool. Uh, I heard lots of great things about Audible, but I prefer reading. I uh, can't listen for a long time. I rather listen to music. <laughs> uh, so uh, on that note, uh, Beatles or Elvis? Um, I would say Elvis for sure. Nice. How about you, Robbie? Well, when I was uh, when I married my beautiful wife when I was 24, I wanted to get married by Elvis, so I have to go with Elvis. <laughs> In Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> That's where it happens. Yep, absolutely. Oh, right on. Uh, favorite song could be by anybody. 
Oh, the chair by George Strait. Easy question. <laughs> Either George, that or man, and that was a silly question because you guys are from Texas, so yeah, that or any Nickelback song, really. Really, <laughs> Nickelback? <laughs> they they uh, actually live um, forty minutes. Well, they used to live forty minutes up the road for me in Hannah. <laughs> I'm a uh, Kid Rock's guy. Only God knows why, but Kid Rock. Uh, oh, it was a. Uh, it was my brother's favorite song, and if not that one, uh, actually, uh, Hard Man to Love by Kevin Fowler. So all your listeners should go uh, <laughs> listen to some Kevin Fowler. He's a great Texas musician. Nice. I never heard of him. See, uh, see, kind of like uh, Jack Ingram? Kind of. Yeah, kind of. We got a thing down here called uh, Texas Country. It's like a little different than Nashville. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but Jack Ingram's kind of in that uh, circle. Okay. Is uh, Pat Green still kicking? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we both like some Pat Green. Yeah, no, I just haven't heard uh, new stuff from him in uh, quite a while, and I was just wondering. No, I don't think he's put anything new. Yeah, I think he just kind of circles through the Austin, yeah. you know, College Station area, just doing shows here and there. Oh, cool. Um, what is uh, your favorite quote? My favorite quote is from Marine Corps Doctrine. So this will be a good one for your listeners. And it says that a good plan executed violently today is better than a perfect plan executed next week. Nice. How about you, Robbie? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many of them. I can go with the uh, either you can or you can't. Um, either way, you're right. I like that when I usually tell my kids that. Uh, there's one, I'll have to share it with you. Uh, I always have it on my emails, but it talks about taking the path uh, that's not uh, not chosen for you. You know, you choose your own path. Uh, I can't really quote it right now, but uh, I have it on my emails and it really, uh, when I look at it, it kind of centers me back to uh, what we're trying to do here at Delta Life. Zig Ziglar, you can have everything in life you want. If you open up, other people get what they want. I like that one too. Yeah. Nice. And I have one more favorite joke. Favorite joke? We don't even know any jokes. Let's oh, see. Okay. <laughs> Not even a, uh, a funny one, like a bad one. <laughs> Let's see. Is there any like good laffy taffy jokes? Uh, I mean, my I, I'm more of an improv type of guy, so it has to be okay. almost like situational jokes. Like <laughs> okay. you say something, and then you know, me and Josh are really good of improv and off each other when it comes to jokes. So it's, oh, I got one. All right, go ahead. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> it's gonna be great. So Robbie and I actually weren't gonna open a gym. We were gonna open uh, a bakery, right? But we couldn't raise the dough. <laughs> uh, that's bad. That's, that's bad. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, um, for anybody that is listening in, and uh, if they want to open up a, a Delta Life franchise, how can they contact you guys? Yeah, you can email either one of us. You can email me or just Google Delta Life Fitness and you'll find us. And actually, since you're uh, listeners, Robbie and I are for, you know, me coming from military and Robbie has a deep heart for military. All military and first responders in 2018 get a 20% discount off the franchise fee. So we're uh, we're big friends of the Vet Fran Association, which is the veterans that franchise. So if they have any interest in opening a franchise, they can just Google Delta Life Fitness. It'll walk them through everything on the website or they can email Email me, Josh at DelphiFitness.com. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks a lot, guys, for uh, joining in today. Scott, thanks for having us. It was a blast. Yes, Scott, I appreciate it. No problem. And uh, for everyone listening in, I'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.